Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kyle Beats Podcast. I hope you guys are having a good day. So, today's episode on the podcast, I have the one and only Chucky Beats. Um, Chucky Beats, if you don't know who he is, he is a music producer. He has two channels right now on YouTube. He created his channel about four years ago and has just been posting beats and since then has amassed over 400,000 subscribers. Basically just putting out beats and classifying them as trap beats, bouncy trap beats, um, whatever. He's from Belgium, so he has a really unique story behind uh, everything that he's doing, a very small town in Belgium. Um, he's also He also puts out a lot of beat making videos. And I feel like we have a lot of the same views on like kind of what we're doing right now and where we want to go. And um, yeah, this is a really good podcast. I really enjoyed doing this one. Shout out to Chucky Beats for coming through. The Actually, the first two minutes of this podcast, he had his guitar amp. Um, he had his guitar plugged into his interface, but don't worry because we figured that out really quickly. So the first like two minutes of this, it sounds crazy, but in literally it clears up in two seconds. But yeah, without further ado, uh, let's get into it. You can, u- you can still use the code KB podcast for beats or drum kits right now. Um, I actually should do it for the hats too, but I, I don't know, but, um, yeah, you get 20, I think it's 20, 25% off. I forget if you're completely new and you don't even know who I am and you're just coming here because I don't even know you listen to podcasts or something, make sure you go follow me on my YouTube, just search Kyle beats and Kyle Garvin beats on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, that's it. Let's get into it. This is a really good one. I think everyone is going to enjoy this one. No matter if you're a if you like making videos, if you're, I don't know, whatever. We talked about a lot of good stuff in this. Um, this is a really good one. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast with Chuki Beats episode. What is this? Nine? Let's get into it in three, two, one. What's up, man? It's nice to be here. Nice to, it's yeah. It's nice that you're doing this, man. It's uh, I haven't seen it before, and I think it's the future, man. Big up. Yeah, honestly, like, w- like we already got one of the top like podcasts for like producers. Um, yeah, cause like, I just don't I really know if, think of many other. But what mm-hmm. are you gonna say? No, I really think it's the future because people have less and less time to kind of like sit down and watch something, but then like audio you can just listen to it in your car or whatever when you're doing something so yeah it's very nice i just found myself listening to a lot of podcasts and mm-hmm. i remember internet money did it like a few episodes like a while ago and um i don't know i just really like podcasts too just like you can just do other mm-hmm. stuff and get more content from that person that you follow and and it's like yeah. i did a couple and it was super fun so i was like fuck it, i'm gonna keep doing it mm-hmm. but um yeah man thanks for coming through so why don't we uh, give a little background on you before we start? A little uh, for new new guests on the podcast. I like to just go okay. over like a brief background of because you're from Belgium, so that's pretty unique. Yeah. I think um, <laughs> I know I'm and I know I have a lot of international fans too. But um, you grew up in Belgium. How did you get into yeah. making music? Um, like, what is it like to grow up in Belgium in general? Like to do music and um, yeah, give a brief little. Uh, origin story i guess <laughs> okay so um yeah i grew up in belgium uh, in a very 
small town like belgium's got like two main parts the dutch-speaking part in the north and then uh the french-speaking part in the south i'm from the dutch-speaking part so um i grew up uh yeah very small town um i'm mixed race so my uh, mom is from belgium my dad's from nigeria and uh yeah then I, i i got into music at a very young age like uh, i got into playing guitar i did music classes and everything mm-hmm. like i used to i used to be in front of the mirror like practicing like 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 imagining to be in a band and stuff and performing yeah. for audiences and all that stuff and then i think when i was about i don't know like 14 or something like that my my actually my guitar teacher gave me uh this 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 cd like this blank cd with a copy of uh a cubase on it mm-hmm. and yeah i installed that and 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 made something with kind of with, with some kind of loops like not actually a beat but kind of with just loops in my guitar and then i added some percussion like like what with beatboxing actually and that was my first kind of beat uh but i didn't really do much with it until like another friend of mine and that was when i was i don't know when was that about 17 or something like that i'm 21 now yeah uh, but when i was 17 or something uh a friend of mine discovered fl studio and uh i saw it at his house and i immediately went to download it and got got hooked on making music i first got into making drum and bass and then dubstep and mm-hmm. uh then i got into hip-hop <laughs> um and yeah so you haven't uh hold on there's like some weird hissing i can hear from your mic i'm oh, sorry oh there we go <laughs> now it's good yeah okay <laughs> it was my guitar cable that was plugged in <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry, all right man. all right <laughs> You're good, um, yeah. but um, yeah. So, w- what made you like? What made you attracted to FL Studio compared to Cubase? Because I know there's a lot of people that do use Cubase, um, like to make beats. I've heard of that before. I just, I've never even seen it. I don't even know yeah. what it looks like. <laughs> that, like back then, it looked like the f- it was one. Like I don't know. I don't even remember which version it was, but it was like I don't know. It was almost like seven years ago or something like that. So, yeah, it, it looked older. It was less like intuitive and all that stuff and then yeah. when i saw fl studio it was like okay this is i can i can clearly see what i need to do uh, it, it was very simple for me to get started with it and yeah that's it just felt user friendly in my opinion yeah uh, I don't yeah know. same it was just easy it's easy to pick up i feel like fl mm-hmm. studio um so you've only been making beats for four years now you started at 17 yeah something like that yeah like yeah. four years of 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 making beats like before that i i I used to make music and play the guitar and stuff but i wasn't really into making beats and when did you like after you started making beats how long did it take you until you like upload your first video and upload your first beat on youtube and did not long man like actually not not long because i used to i used to like uh look up to like like in the gaming community like people that that made it like making a living off youtube and i was just like I was just like, why don't I just upload my music on YouTube? Like, why not? I, I didn't have any knowledge of the music industry or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And I just I just started out like, uh, I thought like, why would I uh, ask people for, um, for money to buy my beat when they can just use it for free, get traffic to my channel, and then I just get like paid off of the youtube income that's yeah, what i was yeah, thinking yeah. back then like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like I, I I was just all about YouTube, so I just put my music on there, and then uh, like it, my first beat started getting some traction, and then it all got started from there. I just kept uploading, and then I got into a better upload schedule, and then yeah. Yeah, you can tell that. I feel like I can tell that you were kind because of, I was following your channel before I started my before I, mm -hmm. like my channel started getting any traction. Um, mm -hmm. I remember you were doing like you were doing the whole like beat breakdown thing and um, yeah, yeah, you could yeah. tell that you wanted to like do YouTube. I remember you put even like travel vlogs or some shit too. Yeah, and, like yeah, yeah. I was, I'm a super big YouTube person too. Like uh -huh. I just wanted to do YouTube as well. And I thought uh -huh. just beats and uploading beats and would, would be a good way to do that. Um, yeah, man, I really like the way you, you, you did that because like, as you, as you mentioned, like I used to do, try to do every single thing on one channel and yeah, I kind yeah, of it's noticed, tough. okay, it's, this isn't working, but you found the perfect way to like do that. But you also noticed you can't then just upload, uh, just a video of your beat yeah. without any, <laughs> like you have to switch it up. Uh, you have to, uh, divide it between different channels. It's like anything, it. man. It's like. I noticed this um, the other day. This is random, but you ever seen those like, you know, like Tasty, that Instagram channel, Facebook, and they uh -huh. just make yeah, food yeah. and whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's My two people that I follow. <laughs> this is the perfect. This is the perfect example. This, <laughs> there's two people that I follow. This one dude is like a guy, and he uh, he makes food, puts it on Instagram. It's like it's like him. The videos of him making the food. Uh -huh. And then I also follow Tasty, who's it's just like it's a camera above the bowl of food, and it's mm -hmm. just it's just like the recipe being put together in cool transitions. And Tasty mm -hmm. made a video that was pretty much exactly the same as as this other guy's channel, right? And they put it on their mm -hmm. Instagram video, and I clicked on it and immediately clicked away, just because like yeah. your psychology is different. It's almost like mm -hmm. if I make all these beat making videos and post a beat, you're clicking on Kyle Beats to watch like the vlog series and the beat making shit. So it's like uh -huh. you go into it and it's just like this consistency is so big when it comes to like, especially YouTube, like people are just expecting a certain thing. So when you throw them off, it just like completely throws them off. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly. You gotta, you gotta kind of stay true to the brand you created. So, uh, yeah, I also noticed that that's why I started my second channel as well. And, uh, yeah, I really, I'm really glad I made that decision because the second channel is going very well, and yeah. I also feel like I'm I'm building a better fan base over there than on my main channel. Like my main channel has a lot of subscribers, but I don't think anyone would be like, "Oh, it's gone now." Like, if my channel was gone tomorrow or something, I don't. Think yeah, no, I like, oh, I 100% know what you're saying. I agree. Uh -huh. Um, it's just like more of a connection, you know. It's just mm -hmm. like the people that follow your main channel and, um like just the beats like they have to be die hard producer fans to like really just like <laughs> stick with yeah. it uh -huh. um yeah it's a weird thing so you so do you think like your main goal is to just be a youtuber you know what i mean like a youtuber no not, no? not anymore like like i feel like i've kind of like achieved like with the main channel i've achieved more subscribers than i than I'd ever imagined like before yeah. I started out. So I feel like, okay, done the YouTube thing, but now I'm kind of going for like, okay, I want to work with artists, want to make tracks. And that's mm. what I'm doing right now. Like the past year I've also uh, like tried to build a network around me and all that stuff because I come from a very, very small town. Like then I moved to a bigger city here in Belgium, but Belgium's still a very hard country to, 
to get connections to yeah. build relationships it's, but I'm, I'm 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 getting there like i'm i've got some hits in france i've got some connections in the netherlands uh going to the uk very soon to work with people so i uh, just want to build in europe man it's crazy man i mean does is like belgium like a lot of the same like are people making a lot of the same music that you'll hear from like the the u.s top charts just like trappy type of i mean you can tell from your beats but it, it's probably kind of similar music right it's similar but then again not like like the, like the dutch part of the dutch part of belgium is like they're they're way behind like the dutch part of belgium yeah. is like <laughs> it's hard man like if i asked my friends who's got a spotify subscription it's like one out of ten or something like that so yeah. they're way behind like the the french part of belgium and then like the capital brussels is really they they have a they have a big scene they they and they can like france and switzerland and canada uh, some places they all speak french so they can actually like go places but like the dutch part of belgium like even the netherlands that also speaks dutch they don't really fuck with our dutch so like it's a it's a hard <laughs> it's a hard market <laughs> to fill you know like yeah it's crazy know. man it's crazy mm -hmm. man i feel so, like yeah, the music is a little bit the music is a little bit different like they like it a little bit more um like how you say that a little bit more authentic like a little bit more uh like artsy you know yeah yeah like if you if you you can't just like like a six nine or something wouldn't work in belgium like <laughs> just get, you, like the media would totally destroy you like <laughs> <laughs> Then again, if the media destroyed you, you get all that free, uh, free promotion. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, you wouldn't get played on. Like, like the recent example, like there, there was a, there's a very big uh, Dutch rapper called uh, Boof for the people that know him from Netherlands or something, mm -hmm. and he actually broke some very big streaming records. Like he, he, he beat Justin Bieber at one time on Spotify and stuff. Like he's from the Netherlands making Dutch music, and. He said some kind of word that kind of translates to just bitch. And yeah. the Belgian radio <laughs> was like, oh, he said bitch. We're not going to play him on the radio. Like, like, bro, that's that's what it's like here in the Dutch part of Belgium. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they like it a little bit more artsy and a little, more, a little bit more classy. I yeah. Think. I don't know. Um, so did you grow up speaking a different language? Like your English is not your first language, right? No, no. I, I, I grew up speaking Dutch, uh, like the, yeah, the Belgian version of Dutch. Uh, and, but my dad always used to speak in English to me, oh, but okay. he used to speak English and Dutch at the same time, a little bit of a mixture, but yeah, English is not my main language. I think you can hear that as well sometimes, but yeah. Oh, you can hear the accent Try a little my best. bit. <laughs> but I mean, dude, fucking for not being your first, when did you start learning English? Just like your dad just helped you with it when, from, from being a kid or? Yeah. I didn't actually like took the time to like learn English. I just I don't know. I used to uh, like watch English uh, TV shows like without without subtitles in Dutch or I just yeah from yeah. playing games, uh, doing YouTube, all that stuff. Like I don't know. It's pretty good for not fucking knowing the language. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Thanks, like man. this, it's a it's a weird fucking language to learn. Um, <laughs> when you don't, hey, Dutch, you don't Dutch is even it. weirder, man. Like, don't, I don't, don't dude, I don't even know what the hell. I can't even <laughs> think of what Dutch sounds like. 
it's, you know what I mean? It sounds it sounds like German, but like a little bit more clean. I'm sorry yeah. if I'm offending any German people, <laughs> but like to to us Dutch people, German sounds like a a, a dirty version of of yeah, a, a more aggressive version of of Dutch. It's like it's weird. But. I can see that <laughs> though. I can see that. Uh-huh. I can see like the um, what you're talking about. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy though. I know what you're saying because like my my whole family is from. Um, my whole family's from Ireland. Like both my parents are born in Ireland, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and my whole family's there. And I remember when I used to go there when I was uh, I haven't gone there in a while, but like when I would go there for trips when I was younger. Um, like there were certain areas. I mean, most of Ireland, but they were just they were just behind. They were just behind times with mo- mostly at the time like technology. Like I remember yeah. I was just all over the internet even like when the internet first started getting big. And like you yeah. go there and no one even has internet. It was like the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> um, and they'd all have like cell phones and stuff. Cert- like fashion, they were really up to date in, but like certain things um, they were just behind and mostly like technology and stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. I feel like it's such a good thing to just like go other places and like mm-hmm. see other things. Exactly. Um, especially if you're, <laughs> especially if you're born in America, just cause like it's such like a, I don't know. It's just people. It's like it's almost like people think it's the only thing that exists, and small yeah. little problems are these huge fucking problems. Like uh-huh. I don't know, but like it's funny. I can't imagine what it's like to like be from America because also here in Europe, it's like, oh, America is that place where. <laughs> yeah, like, that's another like thing. Everyone like, thinks it's like everything assholes. happens there, but like yeah. I don't know, like. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's Americans funny. are just fucking. Everyone hates Americans, like in Ireland no, it, and fucking England. We don't, we don't, we don't hate Americans. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like there are a lot of smart people, but they're like the general vibe is that there are also a lot of like random people. That yeah, I know. it's a, it's a lot. Not try to offend anyone too. It's, well, it's <laughs> definitely the most di- diverse. I mean, the country itself is just like fucking. The whole place is just built on immigrants. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The people that were here are Indians, like, mm-hmm. so those are the only people that are truly from America. Um, but yeah. the whole place is just like a lot going on. But um, just the, that's just mostly in the cities, though. Uh-huh. I guess there's also like you can go to the middle of nowhere in Idaho, and it's probably so random. <laughs> yeah. But um, so how long do you think it took you to like really start getting good? Because you started uploading on YouTube couple years and your channel like i mean for four years like your channel has a lot of um that's that's like almost a hundred thousand subscribers per year you know what i mean yeah um so like how long did it take you to start like getting good and start really getting traction on youtube like that's actually, crazy, I think actually I got, now, now that yeah. i think about it a hundred thousand a fucking year that's like what i'm doing right now and i feel like i'm uh-huh. changing the world <laughs> <laughs> No, I've had I've had years with like I don't know 150 or almost like I don't know, but like I feel like I I started getting traction even before I got good, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I I used to upload only like these old school uh, beats. Yeah. And for these beats, it doesn't really matter how good your quality is. Like if it sounds if it sounds bad or or if it's mixed bad, you just say, oh yeah, it's a lo-fi sound, man. <laughs> so <laughs> so like uh, I I I. I remember I used to uh, I uploaded one beat called Real Chill Old School Hip Hop Instrumental or something like that in the title and that beat started to get a lot of traction like uh, 20k views back in the day was a lot of traction yeah and um, 
Yeah, then I just started to make real chill old school hip hop instrumental number two, three, four, five, six, seven. Up until I think I made 28 of them, and I think like 70% of those beats all got over 100k views or something like that. So that really worked very well for my channel, these, these old school beats. Uh, but then I also saw like, okay, trap music and, and hip hop is just evolving in general. So I started to get into trap beats, which was hard in the beginning because like, uh, mixing your 808s and stuff is is yeah yeah is kind of different when you come from old school beats. Like it, it took me a while to craft that sound, and I still think I'm still crafting every day. Like you 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 probably know the feeling that you also you always only like the beats you made in the past month or something like yeah, that. Yeah yeah. Like um, but yeah, I'm feel I feel like I'm at a comfortable point right now in in, in my beat making career, so to speak. I'm I'm comfortable with my sound right now, but it took me like I don't know, like it took me yeah, it took me quite a long time to get there, but I feel like only in this last year I really started to to go so much faster than before just because I moved out to a different city, made new connections and everything started to go way faster than before. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you've been uh just putting out a lot of content like with the beats and with the mm -hmm. with the actual videos too um yeah just i just decided to just <coughs> go for it like you know i was kind of like okay this youtube channel is going great but i'm i wasn't really putting in my all you know i, w I wasn't really like doing my my utmost best and right now i'm really trying like I, I even plan on going daily on my second channel like starting from october so I, yeah i think yeah i think that's like that's what i eventually want to do as well mm -hmm. and just have it be like um like more vlog like day in the life type of based i mean it, it yeah. already is like that kind of because i force it in there but mm -hmm. um i think like i want to move out to like an, somewhere in la and just have a bunch of people like with me and fucking yeah i don't know just making cool like videos um yeah so i saw your video where you talked about that and yeah, I was like, dude, do it, do it. Because like, if you can, you can be one of the first producers to be like, like vlogging in studio sessions with artists and stuff like when yeah. you're there in LA. That's what I'm saying. There's just so much value because like no one's doing it. But at the same time, yeah. it's hard to do because, yeah. for example, the last yeah. video I put out, the title was, um, it was like biggest producer mistakes. And there's a part. It's the videos aren't that long, like ten minutes or eleven minutes, which is kind of long. But like six minutes in is when I start talking about it, and like mm -hmm. um, a lot of people like comment, "Oh, like here's the six minute mark is where the video <laughs> yeah. starts or whatever." And it's fine because like I don't care because like I was thinking about it, that's what pe that's what gets people to the video, and you have mm -hmm. to like it's almost like you have to. Otherwise, otherwise, a lot of these people aren't weren't wouldn't see the video, and some of my most yeah. popular videos are like that, where it's like the thing happens at this point in the video, and it's honestly the most boring part of the video. <laughs> but like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like eventually people will understand it. But it's just because but, no one's doing it really like daily or vlogging style, so it's hard to understand in the producer like areas. You know what I mean? 
Um, uh-huh. But what what's what's the like dislike ratio on the video though? If that's fine, it's fine. Oh, it's amazing. Like, They're always you'll amazing. always you'll always you'll always find the haters in the comments, like yeah. And yeah. then you get the feeling like, oh damn, they're all hating. But then it's like three comments that just throw you off. Like it's funny, but you you have to learn to to believe in what you're doing because like you can do what everyone else does, but as you're saying, nobody is doing it right now. So you'd better do it, or someone else is going to do it. And yeah. it's like the podcast too. The future. Yeah, it's like the podcast too. It's like that's what I'm trying to really do right now, is try to find, try to think outside the box and find little lanes that yeah. of shit that people aren't doing. Because there's a lot, yeah. there's a lot of room for it in the fucking, um, in like the music area. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like the podcast, and I just have so many other ideas like brewing up of shit I want to mm-hmm. do, but. Yeah, the podcast. Keep it to yourself, man. <laughs> Don't <laughs> well, throw just, them out there. It's just like I always give away like all the best information for free, but there's certain uh-huh. little things, you know what I mean, that I'm gonna yeah. do in the future that yeah. I don't say because it's like no one's of ever course. done it before. You know what uh-huh. I mean? But all the shit that that just like mixing tips or whatever and just give them out for free, just because like that's how people like learn and how people enjoy yeah, you watching gotta, the videos you gotta you gotta give to 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 receive like yeah. you know <laughs> what i mean by that yeah, yeah you gotta give to also like you if you if you help out people like that people really get the feeling like oh you're the guy that helped me out making beats so they really respect you instead if you're just trying to profit off of the community so to speak 100 percent. So, yeah that's that's exactly yeah what it's, you a, need to do. it's a weird thing you gotta have like a passion for like putting out content too i feel like because yeah. that's what that's what builds the whole boat and that's what keeps the engine going <laughs> i guess uh-huh. it's yeah. like just straight up yeah, it's very important to like like i i recently like i made like rest in peace mac miller but i i um i made i had a mac miller type beat ready like i made it before he died and uh when he died i uploaded the beat and of course there will there's people like uh I feel like you didn't make the beat before he died and all that stuff. And it's like, bruh, I just love making stuff. I didn't make it just, I don't make it for, for the money. I, I just made the beat and I just wanted to upload it to share it with the world. And it's like, uh, why why do you take that point of view to it? Why do you yeah. hate on it from, yeah, I don't understand. Well, I, I kind of do understand how they're thinking, but I, still don't understand why you'd take your time to hate on it like that yeah i was gonna say too like i feel like a lot i feel like you put out a lot of just like stuff like you you give the option for free use for your beats Mm -hmm. um all your videos just kind of like you're putting free stuff out for people like on the actual beat making videos like you give a lot of stuff out compared to like what um and like give a lot of free options for beats and for mm-hmm. videos and stuff too. But um I was going to say how long did it take you to like how long did it take you when you started putting out the free beats to to be like all right, maybe I can maybe I can start licensing these out to artists. <laughs> you know, I actually used to sell my beats on Bandcamp. <laughs> really? <laughs> I've never Yeah, even man, used that. like I know what it is though. <laughs> like um and and that was just because people were asking like yo can i get this beat without the tag and i was just like yeah uh go to my band camp and buy the buy the wave file without the tag and 
let's go like I <laughs> <laughs> there was no contract or anything I didn't have any knowledge of all that stuff yeah. but then I discovered um, when I discovered BeatStars and I think I don't I don't remember how I discovered it maybe it was to it was through Cash Money AP I'm not sure but uh, yeah I discovered BeatStars and uh, I saw the licensing and all that stuff and I was like oh okay we can do that and, <laughs> and that's when I started it out and, and it yeah, I've been using it now for two years or something like that, and it's going very well in my opinion. Uh, the leasing industry has grown a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's become like a very like people just know a lot more about it. Like artists know that they can just go on YouTube and stuff and just search beats and yeah, and uh, lease them and all that shit. Uh huh. Exactly. Um. So what happened, like? that channel like beats era what happened with all that stuff because they got taken okay. down right they got taken down but i've actually i've actually spoken to uh the owner and i actually made a video about it on my second channel yeah i remember i but, saw that um, actually i watched that one like there there are things i said that i kind of shouldn't have said like i didn't know the full story and i actually have a lot of a lot of uh, like loads of respect for the guy that owns it yeah, yeah. his name is louis um like what happened was uh there was this kid um that kind of like there was this kid from their own team that kind of did some nasty things to take him down uh so I didn't know that full story and yeah I, I like I don't want to tell the whole story because I don't remember it exactly, so I won't, don't want to give out like false information again. But I took down my video of it. Uh, I had a call with the guy, and uh, they got the channel back up because oh really? It wasn't yeah. it wasn't taken down rightfully. Like um, they didn't do anything wrong. They they um, they just had a very good uh, idea, and they really took the type beats to the next level. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of like when someone, when someone's doing it better than you and having more success than you, you can take two points of view. You can be like, okay, yeah, uh, fuck this guy. Or you can be like, damn, I can, I can step up my game. And I kind of took the first perspective, <laughs> you know, but like I've learned over time, like, okay, these guys were just taking a very smart approach, like with the marketing, with the cartoony, uh, stuff like all that stuff like they, they they took it to the next level and they they grew beach channel to like a point where I thought it was impossible like they almost they, they almost have a million subscribers like bro so yeah that's crazy yeah, so of, they got the channel of, back up yeah and I I'm happy for them because it was actually like they, it was actually like a, a kid's beat who gave permission to upload the beat and then he copyright strike them like three times or something like that and then the channel got taken down but they actually had permission from the guy to upload it so uh yeah wasn't their fault yeah that's just so weird man like the the whole like the whole youtube like because i've had so many people buying beats and then like however many months later like three <sighs> four five six months later you probably get a lot of these i'm sure oh tell me about it but like <laughs> and then you see like and obviously when I was, so when I was, I, I was selling beats on Instagram, right? Like that's mm -hmm. kind of, that was like my hustle. And I was making like, I can make a thousand bucks a week mm -hmm. by the end of it before the YouTube thing started going. I had less than a thousand subscribers. Um, and like, 
so it didn't i wasn't making any zero you know what i'm saying i was making zero dollars off youtube revenue so it didn't really mm -hmm. matter that the video got demonetized it was just yeah. like annoying because like this person is claiming that you know what i'm saying it, it was just like yeah. they're claiming that this is their beat and my shit's being taken down even though it had 400 views because all my all my yeah. sales are through instagram but like yeah. I don't know like what's going on what's the deal with that like there's so much gray area around it like there's no way yeah. to protect your beats without like people tracking down their royalties and getting your videos demonetized i i feel like that was a big reason why i was just like super just like i was just being super weird about like i'll put out beats like i put out like three beats the past like two months mm. and like and they're still selling a little bit obviously there's different streams of revenue now but I don't know. I was being super weird once the channel started popping off because, like, I was like, I don't know. I don't want to get this video demonetized with a million views. Yeah. And, like, because the beat got sold. And, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I was, I was, I felt weird about it. Um, yeah. So, um, there's, there's kind of a gray area, but I've, I've looked at, I've looked, I've looked up to, like, uh, how Cash Money AP does it. And, um, you can sell the licenses and you can give permission to people to like uh, put it up on streaming sites and all that stuff but the thing they can't do is actually register the tra register register the track and put it into content ID that's what they can't do but yeah. the problem is that now that you've got all these kind of uh, do-it-yourself publishers and, and distributors there's like people that don't even know how yeah, it works. yeah exactly click yeah. every option yeah. and then yeah. you get you get copyright strikes on almost every beat like I have to dispute copyright strikes every single day because because of that problem and even though i put it in the contract like in the leasing contract i put it like you can't register register it but like yeah it's something you have to deal with but at the end of the day like if they're if they're claiming your track you just dispute it and if they um if they then appeal your dispute you appeal it again and like if they don't agree with it then you can just take it to court because like your it's your beat and it's in the contract so they have no right to to claim it unless they they've bought the beat exclusively but like they have no yeah they can't just claim it that's what the problem is for me like with the free beats then people use my beats and then some big channel is using my beats and then they get a copyright strike on their video for using my beat like you understand it? Oh yeah, yeah. It causes so it causes so much trouble. Yeah, that, that's actually huge because a lot of a lot of like YouTubers and shit probably use your beats for free, yeah. and then yeah. they get their shit taken down because of some yeah, rapper <laughs> with three hundred SoundCloud plays. Yeah, <laughs> fucking tracks yeah, down the royalties that they're not getting. Send me a getting. message, yo, bro. Uh, what's up with that? Like, I have to explain it every time. And yeah, that's crazy. I'm disputed. So yeah. Yeah, I, I actually never disputed any of mine just because like um all the ones that got like copyright whatever they'd have like a a picture that i didn't own the rights of in the background or a video that i didn't own the rights of and when uh -huh. you when you're disputing it says like don't make sure that you own the rights of the video and the audio and be like fuck i don't want to like fuck anything up and then i was well, like don't take it don't take it too seriously bro like if you own the audio you can dispute it man if they're yeah. if they're claiming the audio just dispute it for the audio like if they're claiming the video obviously don't dispute it because it's not your video but like for the if they if they just put an audio claim on it you can always dispute it man yeah that's true um have you ever uh got any like 
have any like labels or anything contacted you to like sign i'm sure they have right yeah like uh here in in france a label has contacted me and in the netherlands but i just I, i've got it right like right now i've got a very good um pl- publisher slash lawyer so he's all i need to do what i do and to uh he does all my contracts with with artists and with labels of artists mm-hmm. and he do, he also does my publishing so i i don't actually need a label right now if if a label would come at me with a very very interesting deal i'd be open to talk and to listen but right now i just prefer to to stay independent or like sign to a label for separate projects that's something that would be a good thing to do but i don't think yeah. i would ever sign like uh, a full deal yeah a full like five years six year contract or something don't think uh especially as a producer it was it wouldn't be a good idea i think like maybe maybe in america like they've got some better uh they've got some better deals but like here in belgium they're like like when i talk to certain rappers the labels will come at them like yo uh we've got a 5k signing deal like bruh <laughs> what's happening with 5k nothing man. <laughs> that's crazy yeah i mean it's just like i think there's ways of doing it the right way and um it's just it's just a weird um it's just a weird space just because like you gotta do it the right way um yeah when it comes to signing it's just like taking it's almost like if you have a business and you're getting an investment and they're taking half the business or whatever yeah. like yeah, but it's but it's but it's you yourself they're taking a part yeah. an ownership of and um uh-huh. you just have to like not jump at anything and that's why it's always good for that's why producers are doing it the right way now because like for example you or me or anyone like you have so much leverage like you have yeah. all these fans and producers and rap- rappers and producers and everyone you're like you're self-sufficient you don't need the money you don't need uh-huh. you know what i'm saying like you're able to link with people you're able to do this that like when you have all yeah. that leverage it's easy to, to deny a deal that's not good enough mm-hmm. um so what yeah, is like like i uh, keep going like keep going. like like right here uh in, especially like in belgium like i'm all for um supporting my local scene like especially the french part of belgium like i really want to work with people there but what i often notice that is that there isn't like uh there aren't like these big 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 uh budgets like you have in america but yeah it's it's just fun that i'm self-sufficient so i don't really need it and i could just work out some kind of 50 50 deal with the artist and for me that's way more fun so because like uh in the end if everybody supports each other we can all eat and and i don't have to like i don't need to ask like oh pay me this large flat fee right now like obviously if you're selling away all your rights like ask a very large flat fee but like if you can work out a 50 50 or maybe even more like if people come and record at my studio and I record everything we can go higher than a 50 50 deal so uh f- yes yeah, it's, it's fun for me to be able to work like that because of the youtube and the leasing and all that stuff yeah no i agree i've definitely like since since like you start making money it gives you more like leeway to be able to just like send out beats to people that you know have been you know communicating with and talk to for a while that like have a little bit of a buzz and Mm-hmm. you know it's it's fun to like send those out and and do 50 50 and make a tiny bit of money like off of mm-hmm. it 
because it's like you never know what it can turn into or whatever. Um, yeah. Who knows? It's a it's a hit. Like they've got a fifty fifty deal on a hit. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when you say like the person that handles your publishing, like what does that what does that mean? They handle your publishing. What what do they do to handle? Um. Uh. Like he he he's got his own publishing company so uh like he he handles everything for me i don't need to use tunecore or i don't know he just uh he also registered me with the um because the system is a little bit different here right here in europe compared to in america like you guys have got like your royalties and your mechanical royalties and then your other royalties i don't know but here there's like there there's another organization that you need to be register with so it's a little bit different but he sorts all of that out like i I don't have to register with my publishing rights organization and with my um performing rights organization like he does all that like Uh, ascap or bmi or whatever type of things because you guys got ascap and bmi and that's i think all you need to be signed with if i'm not mistaken yeah, it's like I mean, trust me, I'm not the most educated person on this, but from what, <laughs> from what I know, like people try to explain it to me, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go sell a beat. <laughs> like I just completely <laughs> just like I don't no, know, but, I, but like I yeah, I know. Like it, it's like mechanical I and the then Europe perf- system. It's like mechanical, like all the spot of all the royalties from Spotify and all that shit. Like that's done. Like it depends who you're with. Like like I know DistroKid is is um, I love DistroKid. And like they have, they do the splits automatically. And there's some like things like TuneCore and whatever, but like TuneCore, it's up to the person who puts it out to, to send you the money, to send you the splits. Like if yeah. it's to send you those 50 fifties and divvy those up at the end of every month and send them out. Um, if it's through TuneCore and, and then you have like the shit that's like BMI and ASCAP for performances and all the yeah. other random shit that like doesn't get done through like Spotify and shit. But Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So that's also what my what my lawyer slash slash okay, publisher yeah. does. He he. If for example a label owes me this this or that money, he just reaches out and 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 gets it. Like okay, like yeah. he he's a lawyer. You can't you can't he can't be finessed. Like he he's he's got a lot of experience. Um, like I don't know if you know the Belgian DJ duo called uh, Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. He's also their lawyer and and, and poster and stuff. So the guy has a lot of experience and and he'll just send out that like the mail that like looks friendly, but there's actually like nothing the label can do about it. And they just have to like, okay, we're going to pay out your money. Yeah, that's just uh, crazy, man. Like that's just so fucked up how like, like you ever seen the thing where like, um, what's his name? TM88 didn't get yeah. paid for like Exo Tour Life or whatever. Uh-huh. I, I maybe he did now, but I remember a while ago there was some shit saying he barely got paid for it. Um, even though he's supposed to get like 50% of the whatever or whatever percentage yeah. he got after everything <laughs> was said and done. <laughs> after all the labels and everything got a hold mm-hmm. of it. But it's crazy how that shit is so like, I mean, dude, like all every single s- distributing thing and everything should be just like, you fucking log in and it splits it 50-50 no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> exactly. It, it splits it and it deposits it yeah. to your fucking PayPal. That's why yeah. I like haven't really fucked with it too much because I hate that. Like why am I going to... Educate yourself, man. It's like 
it's like why am i gonna fucking chase people down like i would spend my whole day fucking chase people down and send royalties when i can just make more money on fucking youtube and still be pushing out content and growing my fucking brand you know what yeah. i mean like it's just like i don't know yeah but that's why i got someone to do it for me for me because like indeed if you have to do it yourself it's don't even bother like yeah it's way too much work, i always say like, like fucking the the way I, I i always say like i was like if you don't have fucking distro kid we're not fuck i'm not sending you beats <laughs> <laughs> like like i remember i i looked in i looked in distro kid once and um there's a couple songs i had in there with people and i, w- I didn't check it for like six months and i looked in there and the songs aren't even that big and, and it was just like a couple hundred dollars or like it was like 600 bucks or something and mm-hmm. i was like what the fuck like that's like that's so easy <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and i was like what like everything should just be like that it's 2018 like yeah indeed goodbye. but i think i think it might change like in the next two years or something because producers are really on the rise well they've been on the rise for the yeah. past year like they're getting more respected and more uh listened to and all that stuff so i think there there will be some solutions for all that and like also to to do it globally because as i'm saying like the system is different here in europe than in compared to america yeah so they have different organizations the different organizations that need to contact another organization to claim certain money that you owe them and all that stuff it's it's complicated and it's it's like why it doesn't need to be that complicated yeah. it's crazy man we're so spoiled too like like 20 years ago like <laughs> we would not me and you would uh-huh. not be doing this right now <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we'd be working some stupid fucking job like i don't know like well maybe maybe if we if we discovered like the first version of fl studio we'd be like <laughs> i don't know like these kind of trans music producers like if you listen to music that were hits back in the days it's like that's so simple yeah like whoa like some basic arp or something and then put a kick beneath it and it's like oh yeah we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> they don't have youtube tutorials though <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's true um did you watch a lot of youtube tutorials coming up or did you just kind of like play around with it when i was when i first came up and started producing uh I don't think I actually watched the, the, that many tutorials because I don't think there were yeah there wasn't that many a lot tutorials out. out there. Like right now, you just go to YouTube and if you want, you can know how to make a beat in like two days or something. But like, yeah, and there weren't that many drum kits and all that stuff. Right now, like if you're starting out with producing, you can you can yeah, achieve you can what I've achieved in two years in like one week or something. Like it's yeah, crazy. literally. So I mean, there's like there's like tight producers that. They just go on, get a mini loop kit, get some hot fucking <laughs> drums. Even yeah. even like have there's like hi hat loop kits and yeah. shit like that too. Like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Put the whole thing together and sell it and make some money. Like it's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's what's interesting to me. Like, w- what's going to happen in the future? Like, what's the future of producing? Like, if you like, you indeed see these people like just putting together loops and selling it. Like, how? how are like the like so to speak the real producers are going to or how are they going to distinguish themselves from these other people like yeah it is it i feel like whenever i watch the video of like one of my favorite songs or or whatever um mm-hmm. and 
<laughs> I remember there was this, you know, the broccoli song by Lil Yachty, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> this is before <laughs> this is before I had a lot of following on YouTube. I think I had like thirty thousand, and the video mm. came out like the beat breakdown, and um, it was just some like it was just some producer, and I get that the it takes a lot to actually like be a DJ Khaled and put the song together, but like mm. he was like, oh yeah, I brought up these drums, and then. And he's like, and I then I told the session player to, you know, play me like this sick keyboard. And then everything he said was like, and then I and then I did this, and it was like crazy. And Yadi came in, and then I was like, and then I told the session player, yo, play me this. And then I told the session yeah. player to play me this. And the whole and I, and then it, then it was like I commented. It was like a, it's still like a top comment on that video, and I, I commented in parentheses. I was like. Um, I needed to go to the bathroom, so I told the session player to go to the bathroom for me. <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> it was just super disappointing. Like whenever you find out that, like, oh yeah. shit, like these six songs that sound beautiful and amazing and took like thirty hours to make was just like a loop or a sample or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah, same know. thing. Same thing happened for me with the uh, with uh, one two three by Smoke Perp. Yeah, like uh, it's produced by Murder, but with in in the beat breakdown, he was just like, "Yeah, my homie flipped the sample and did some drums, and then I just spiced it up." And I'm like, oh. <laughs> "And out of the hi hats." <laughs> okay, okay, so your homie made the beat, like, <laughs> yeah. And it's actually funny because I I found that sample a long time ago. Like, I have a beat online with the same sample from like, I think one a year and a half or maybe two years ago. It's funny, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like I'm one of those. The way I came up producing was um, like watching a lot of like Ryan Leslie stuff, and yeah, um, like he's a big inspiration for me. So I was, and I always like, I learned how to play the piano before I even got FL Studio. Not like yeah. classically learned how to play it, but like just you know, just the Scott Storch, just like mm-hmm. playing around on it, um, just like my ears. So I don't know. It always blew my mind when people were like when people would just click things in or or like the half the beat was samples and because that's like the fun part for me it's like the fun part is coming up with like melodies and stuff and yeah um and like from yeah zero. And sometimes sometimes that's what i kind of miss because like when i listen back to some of my old beats and especially when i started producing trap beats like my overall sound wasn't quite there but when i listen to some of these melodies i made i'm like Dude, yeah, that was yeah, some yeah. truly creative. Yeah, shit. no, like, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Like they have so much potential if you just went yeah, back into them. Exactly. Like because like I I actually know how to play the guitar very well. Like I did like in total like eight years of guitar classes. Like with an actual in an actual music academy. So I've always kind of been like, okay, I should have done. I should have I should have done guitar uh, I should have done uh, piano classes, but because like in the guitar I can really like express what I'm thinking at yeah, that yeah, moment, yeah. and in the piano I always have to like I know what I want, but it's always like the uh, 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 oh okay got it now. Yeah. So I, I've been thinking about doing guitar uh, about doing piano lessons even now, but it's always like I don't I can't find the time to actually sit down and and do it like you know. Well, it's like. A good. I mean, the car. I know the guitar is similar. I suck at the guitar. I just don't. I feel like I just don't have guitar fingers. I feel like I have piano fingers. <laughs> but um, like my fingers just don't push like that way. It's weird. Uh-huh. But um, like when I learned a few songs, 
I learned like the Titanic and um, the Scientist by Coldplay and just random songs like that. Like eventually got more difficult. Um, mm -hmm. And then when I started making beats, you kind of start doing the same rhythms and patterns, but on different keys and on different chords. And yeah. then I just realized now it's like the whole thing is just one big pattern. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could play me some. I remember Ryan Leslie, <laughs> so the same guy, had a thing <laughs> where um, Lil Wayne Lollipop was playing. He was on some radio station. If you guys don't know the video, look it up. Um, they just played Lollipop, like the song, and immediately he had some piano. It was on the radio. There's a video of it. And then he just started playing the chords, figuring out the key. And then he just mm. played along to it like a magician. And it was like the craziest shit ever. But like yeah. that that's so easy for me now to like figure that out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the, but when you look at it, it's like, what the fuck? Because it's just a, everything's just a pattern when it comes down to it. Yeah, yeah. Because I've I've, I've always been very uh, like musical, like um, how do you say that? Like mus music minded in, in, in sort of sort of sense. Yeah, I've always been very. Uh, it's always been very easy to me to like pick up any instrument and start to play something. Like I can. I, I've been able to play chords on the piano for a very long time and experiment with that and all that stuff. Like, I can pick up a drum uh, and, and play with it, like, the, the drums and play with it. But, mm -hmm. like, I haven't really, like, I don't know what the correct way to put your fingers on the piano is and all that stuff. Like, I just do whatever whatever works at that yeah. time. Like <laughs> Yeah, I definitely don't do it the right way, for sure, but... Uh -huh. <laughs> not bad though it doesn't look too bad when, I, when i'm mm -hmm. going off yeah no I, i've seen i've seen you play like i i, I for real thought that you you nah. actually knew <laughs> very well how to feel how to play the piano well it wasn't until i started like really learning about music theory and then started like practicing because i sucked at clicking because i didn't know like the notes really well so like yeah. looking at it diagonally and like my i was able to think with my fingers almost um yeah. But once I started to learn about the theory behind it and like clicking, like I didn't learn about even what a f what's like C or D or any of the notes even were until um, like I started really clicking and diving into it. I knew I was playing C major. I knew that I knew that like the chords I was playing were like the first like chord I learned literally from putting my no I didn't look up anything from putting my hands on the keyboard. I pressed what note is I still know what it is. I pressed A C um, G and then I don't know whatever it was like dun dun yeah. dun dun one note and then I learned the whole chord and I pressed two notes together then three notes and then I learned yeah. C major just by like doing that and then mm -hmm. um, I don't know but yeah yeah it's funny man like. Like I've 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 had music theory for a very long time, so that was never uh, an issue for me. So that really helped out a lot. Like if there's any producer out there that's struggling to make melodies, study music theory, man. Like for like, and and I don't mean like study it for real, but just <laughs> know know what you're doing. Like learn a bit about chords, learn learn about, and then apply it. Yeah, learn and apply. Like. You, you'll you'll learn even more by applying the basic stuff you've learned and you'll 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 learn to hear what's wrong and what's out of key like ah oh, i get so mad when i hear these beautiful melodies and then there's an 808 <laughs> totally out of key like yeah ah. yeah it's like learn a bit, of, a bit of basic music theory man it, it can help you out so much <laughs> um 
Yeah, I, know I always do these one to ten contests or whatever. I do listening to my subscribers' beats, uh-huh. and you never know what's gonna happen at the drop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you press exactly. play, and it's like, oh, here we go. Okay, like this sounds good. Like the melody's dope, and then it drops, and it's either incredible or it's just like so disappointing. Yeah. And then the and if I'm doing it live, for example, if I'm doing it live, it's like there's no comments. <laughs> The, the the chat slows down at the beginning of it and then after yeah. the drop tsss, flooded with just like disappointing whack or else it's like amazing 10 out of 10 like yeah so funny like how that um just like sometimes it drops yeah, it's, it's funny right. because with these with these reacting to to subscribers beats it's like i don't want to uh i don't want to demotivate anyone by saying oh this this isn't it like I just want you to feel like okay, got some work to do, but I know that there there will always be these people that are like, oh damn, I thought this was shit, and he said it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I I try to like sometimes some beats because I I pre-record these videos in which I I react to these beats, and I I it's always my first reaction to them. Like I get so many submissions that w- at the moment that I get a submission, I always like categorize them like in beats I'm, I might use and beats I won't use. Yeah. But like even when I'm recording it and there's a beat that I'm like, oh shit, this is bad. I just I just don't put it in video because like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to offend anyone, you know. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't know. Sometimes you need like the bad. Sometimes you need like the the uh the criticism i remember um the the internet money was internet money was doing like a live stream of listening to people's beats and critiquing them and then mm-hmm. i'm i sent i sent fair advice just like a email i was like yo uh listen to my beat and then i think it was i think it was taz actually was saying like at the 808 he wanted to hear more of the 808 i think it was taz and then I, and like you don't realize little things because you get um, so caught up. And then that's when I started really like, kind of like putting distortion on more of my 808s and and yeah. getting banging a little bit more just because like, um, it was kind of just like, just like a bass type of 808 rather than like yeah. just like a distorted <laughs> exactly. um, 808. Yeah, that, I struggled with getting my 808s right back in the day. Like, yeah, it's a tough it thing. It's hard. I, I don't know, and and even up up until this point, sometimes there's these beats you make it, and you and you don't make them in any different way than you used than than, than you normally do. But sometimes it just sounds better than other times. It's weird, like yeah. especially when you put the kick in it. Like sometimes your kick is like ah, it's banging, but then you use the same kick, same eight oh eight in another song, and it's like ah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's where sound selection weird. comes in too. I feel like uh-huh. that's where like yeah. the sound selection, even though the beats sound similar, um, and then again you have, and then you you're like I have a clap that would probably work for every single beat I've <laughs> ever made. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's from one of my kids. It's just like perfect. It just hits uh-huh. perfect. Um, uh-huh. And yeah. like, but yeah, sound selection with the kicks and yeah, it's weird. I feel like it's based off of the melodies or like if you if you did use a sample, like what sample you're using. Um, mm. just like the way everything hits with like the EQing and stuff. Yeah. But um, how's it how's it been since you uh since you bought that new BMW M2? <laughs> <laughs> how's life Whoa. been? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like like ever since I watched 
the the phase guys like the the game yeah, yeah, guys yeah, play yeah, card. Yeah. Like they one of them bought an M3 I think. Uh, and Dude, I, I think like I've I always just watched been, that video the other day. <laughs> like I've always ago. been really into into cars and and my first car was a uh a bmw e46 like a very old yeah car but i got these uh 19 inch rims for it and i was like yeah and <laughs> then only one year and a half later i was able to get this car and That's it's dope. truly been like a, a, like i i'm not really a big spender or anything but like i just my my old car broke down i actually had a minor uh minor crash with it and i just needed a new car and i was like okay uh let's just let's just get myself a little present like yeah <laughs> it's been yeah, a it's dream like- man it, it, and it's actually funny because uh the guy that um works at the at the at the dealership like the guy that sold me the car is actually a guy that used to be in my class when i was younger so it was funny to <laughs> be like Yo, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you said this beat thing wouldn't work out. Yeah, and you, you, whoa! It's actually the guy that introduced me to FL Studio. It's oh, the same damn, guy. Are you kidding? <laughs> it's the same guy. I'm not kidding you. It's the same guy. Damn, that's crazy. That's funny. <laughs> that's so crazy. Um, I remember the reason. You know what's funny is the reason why I even have FL Studio is because mm-hmm. when I was in college, my whole apartment got robbed and i had a macbook uh-huh. at the time and like i know fl studios on mac now finally but uh-huh. um so my macbook got stolen and then i wanted to get into music production and i was like fucking around on garage band and stuff <laughs> and then i had to get like it obviously like macs or the cheapest mac is like a thousand bucks so like mm. i had to get a pc just because i was in college and i needed it um so like my mom thanks mom bought me like a mm-hmm. $200 PC just like a cheap yeah. thing just to like continue to like do stuff on it um, and that's when I got FL Studio and moved yeah, on from man. there life life is life is life is crazy man. and that was like one of the worst days of my life ever like uh-huh. that was retarded like everything in my house got stolen that like yes. fucked it up, meant man. anything like my Xbox and it's just like I was uh, just like so fucking pissed like mm-hmm. yeah but it's, it's like even though that is fucked up it's kind of funny that that turned your life around to I mean yeah it's crazy because look where I'm at like yeah it's, it's like, like that's that's the crazy thing about about life like you just have to trust the path even though you can't see it you, even though you can't see clearly at this moment in time you just have to have a little bit of faith and be like okay maybe this is what i needed or or maybe this will change something in the future like that's something i've learned a lot by doing what i do and and like like same goes for me like i i actually sold my like i had a ps4 and i was making beats on a kind of cheap bose speaker like a bluetooth speaker mm-hmm. and like at a certain time i was like okay like i'm playing ps4 all the time but why won't I just sell my PS4 and get studio monitors instead? And I sold my PS4, got the studio monitors, and I had, I think, about 5K subscribers at the time in October, that was. And then by by January, I had, like, 40K or something like that. Yeah. So 
I was so happy. Like at first, I was like, "Yeah, am I really going to sell my PS4?" And then one year later, I was just able to be like, "Oh yeah, gonna gonna buy a new PS4." Just just like that. Like it wasn't any problem back then. But yeah, it's funny, man. Life is life is full of full of these crazy crazy things. Like <laughs> it's crazy, man. Life is crazy. What what would you say to like? What do you think the next way in like do you think it's still possible for someone to listen to this podcast right now watch one of my videos watch one of yours listen to both of our beats and be like man i want to be a i want to be a music producer on youtube like do you think it's still possible for um someone brand new to like come up learn it put out videos or or beats or whatever and just still kind of come up off of youtube mm. I think I think it's definitely possible but I think there's also um like I think the way we're doing it right now like me with my second channel you with your main channel is the way to go right now because there the like YouTube is oversaturated with a lot of regular beat channels but like I always think and I always say to people like find your own lane and yeah. think ahead like if you just copy what we're doing right now, I think you'll have a very hard time coming up or you'll just be one of the, yeah, like one of the people that might m also make it, but you won't be a legend at, at what you do. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to, f like, and it's not easy. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like I'd even look at a different platform maybe or something like that. I, I, I don't know, but you just have to start somewhere and then see where your path takes you. Like, yeah you can't predict it because if you like doing something different is just like it's almost like you're going into like the fog or something it's like you're running mm -hmm. through fog like you can't see in front of you you can't look out to anyone and be like oh look at this person did it like this that's how i felt yeah. like i was when i like i needed to sell beats on instagram because i was running out of money <laughs> i was living mm -hmm. in florida like in an apartment and I needed to sell beats and like that was the only thing I could think of doing like I was doing music videos for people too but like I moved away to, I live in Massachusetts in Boston but like uh, I moved away to Florida like with my buddies and like the only thing I could do is like online stuff so like I was just hustling on Instagram DMing people commenting on people's <laughs> pictures and just like for months for like four months and it was just like you're running into the fog like you don't know if it's gonna work and then all of a sudden uh -huh it starts to work and you're like oh shit like got a yeah. fucking couple beat sales and then like a year not even a year later like um that next like june i think um like i think it was the month was may so may whatever october to may is i went from making like 200 bucks a week to like i made like 1200 bucks a week one and it was like around a thousand a week yeah. Um, just from like a, the Instagram snowball effect, yeah, um, man. And it's just that's, like that's a beautiful thing about it. Like, oh, it was amazing when I just, when I first started. Like that first week or that first month, I should say, when I paid all my bills and I didn't look back at my bank account and go fuck. <laughs> like yeah. it was like I still saved a little bit of money and I was, you know, I was like still going. Like that first month where I didn't freak out, pay my bills was the fucking most amazing thing in my life, probably. Yeah, man. I'm like, like, uh, it's it's funny, like, because like people, 
are often not ready to just just put in the work like people like to complain but as you're saying you you just hustle your way out of there on instagram like you you just have to start somewhere and 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 you'll get there but you just have to keep putting in the work keep trusting the process keep uh, bettering yourself like like even like i've i've been really into psychology like listen to a lot of psychology podcasts like read books i don't know do mm everything to better yourself as a person as a as a business guy as a producer as, as whatever you want in w whatever you want to do in life just continuously work on yourself and you'll 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 make it like but you have you have to start you have to start doing it you you, you can't sit there like ah oh, oh, i'm not selling my first beat but <laughs> if you're not dming anyone like yo i sell beats or, or if you're not putting yourself out there life life is not waiting for you you have to go and get it and that's exactly what you explained there and it's a beautiful thing as long as you keep going is what i always say um i said this before like if you're if you're running up a hill and you're trying to get to the top even if you're pissed that you're running up this giant hill and you're mad and you're you know what i'm saying you're getting so pissed about it and you're screaming and you're angry like as long as you st keep going you're going to get to the top still you're going to yeah. get out of that yeah. bottom of the hill and you're going to get to the top you're just going to get there and be like damn why was i so yeah. mad like <laughs> why was i screaming yeah. while going up that hill like i exactly i made it you know what i mean um especially when you're first trying to get like those footsteps like when i was able to get out of that and like f kind of figure out how to do a little bit on instagram and make some money off especially because it was off of the actual craft and and whatever mm -hmm. and like i always wanted to do youtube videos too that was like what i started out doing but i was like all right this isn't working <laughs> and uh <laughs> but yeah like it's just like once you get out of that and you have a stream of revenue then you can kind of re resettle and be like all right now where can mm -hmm. i go from here and uh-huh and like it's like people like aren't ready to put in the hard work but the hard work is what 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 learns you uh, what what gives you the the ability to stay on that grind like if i if if everything just came at me like that i wouldn't have the same work ethic as i have right now so it's actually good to have to do that and to have to go to that process and maybe that's even what separates people that are making it from the people that are not making it it's just good to have to go to a difficult kind of process to just keep the keep that going like i'm not backing off anytime soon i'm, I'm even putting in more work than i was before even though i kind of achieved what i what i dreamed about when i was 16 or 17 or something like that like as soon as you get on that grind you almost have no time to look back and it's always like oh i just like like talking about my car like when I was when I was seventeen, something like that, I always dreamed of like, imagine this young guy, this young me, driving uh, an M3. It was back in the days. Like, imagine me driving an M3, and then people looking at me, and then me hopping out in my flip flops, not 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 <laughs> classy in any way. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I just I just drove to the store the other day, and I was and I hopped out in my flip flops, and I was like, damn. I'm actually I'm actually doing it and yeah. I didn't even realize it I didn't even actually think about it like I actually did it like I just did I just experienced the thought that I had like a few years ago and that is just it's, it's crazy like I just stood there for a minute I was like damn I'm actually doing it man 
and then, and then four minutes later you go fuck why am I why aren't why aren't I at a million subscribers yet yeah. <laughs> and you go yeah, fuck so how am I going to get these placements yeah, how am I going to do course. this of <laughs> course yeah it just keeps going it yeah. keeps going and that's and that's why I have a lot of faith like currently I also have these crazy ideas and crazy visions for the future and I just know that I'm going to reach that point at a certain time but when you reach that point it won't be like oh I'm here like it doesn't stop yeah well like, like you just uh, I feel like that's I was like that for so long like I'm gonna be happy when I make this amount of money each month I'm yeah. gonna be happy when I get to this many subscribers when I have this money my money saved up and like uh -huh. when I when I get here when I do that but it's like I've gotten to all those fucking places that I wanted to get a long time ago. Yeah. Like yeah. I have a hundred thousand subscribers. We're still growing. Like I'm making a lot of money every month. I have a lot of money saved up and I just got to a point where I was like, instead of just pushing it back, like, all right, when I get to this amount and, and can continue to push it, I kind of just go, all right, well, I want to get here to this. I made it like a big, like I have a big goal of like where I want to get to. I don't really know yeah. specifically what it is, but like uh -huh. I'm just chasing just this I don't even know what the fuck I'm chasing but like it's just about the process like when it comes down yeah. to it cuz when you get to that point it's like when you play some video game or something like and you're trying to do all these things and you're playing Grand Theft Auto or whatever you're playing like like I I played Far Cry a lot and I played mm -hmm. Far Cry 3 and I was trying to do this and and like you kill all these animals and and get all these things done and blah 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 and then when you get to the end of the game in far cry it's like you own the whole fucking island and there's no there's nothing left to even do and yeah. you go what the fuck like i want to <laughs> go back to the start again you know what i mean uh -huh. so it's definitely all about the process and it's good to like be able to listen to people that have succeeded talking about this shit too um mm -hmm. but yeah like yeah it's it like people like it, it's almost like a cliche to say it. it's all about the process, but it's 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 the truth, man. Like if you, like if you want to base your happiness or your success on things you achieve, you won't be happy when you achieve them because like you have you just have to love the process. Like if you don't love the process, you won't be, you won't feel happy doing all these things. I just listened to a podcast the other day explaining that again because, like. It's the truth, man. Everybody in life gets their fulfillment at, fulfillment out of doing the process and not out of the yeah. short-term achievements that you... Like, in your mind, it's like, oh, when I do this, when I do that, when I do that, but it doesn't matter. Like, as you're saying, like, as soon as you complete the game, you don't play it anymore. So, like, you, you, have, to, you have to set this very long-term goal. Like, I've got this very... Like the same as you. Like I don't know exactly what it is, but I know <laughs> I'm I'm heading towards it, and like it, it may get even bigger. Like as I'm going further down the road, but like I've got this goal that I know I can't reach within a year or within two years or within five years. So I just keep going and keep keep grinding towards it. Mm. I agree. I totally agree. Um, mm -hmm. Fuck, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, I feel like like one of the biggest... I feel like if you're able to just do what you want every day, especially if you're just, like, making beats, like, if you're able to just get to that point where, like, when I was able to just stop working and just, like, make beats every day and I was 
making a tiny bit of money living in some like small ass apartment that was like yeah. that was like the true only time where it just clicked from like not being happy to being happy like uh-huh. when i had when i got a hundred thousand subscribers like nothing clicked you know what i mean mm-hmm. when i made yeah. this amount of money nothing <laughs> clicked like the biggest thing is just being able to do what you want every day and like exactly. that's a big part of my anxiety of like the numbers going down or or the yeah. the i didn't make enough money this week or whatever the fucking thing is like it's just because you don't want to lose that i don't want to lose being yeah. able to do what i want every every single day in my life especially because exactly. it's making beats like that's the greatest thing on earth <laughs> yeah that's that's the only thing i kind of worry about sometimes because like but like at the end you need to kind of trust yourself and that's why you have to do multiple things at once so if one income stream goes down you can you can yeah exactly you can just keep going because you've got other sources of revenue but like i i used to only have my main channel and then uh i had this big buzz about two years ago and then it kind of like after youtube changed a lot and especially after the um what was it called the adpocalypse after that like it went down like like way down like i I think my i think i had 120k views a day at a certain point in time and i think it went all the way to like i think it went all the way to like 55 or something like that so now it's back up to like 70 but you know you 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 get this kind of a panic attack inside of your own mind yeah. every time you think about it but there's there's not a lot you can do about something that is uh also a lot out of your control like the way youtube works and all that stuff it's 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 hard to just completely be in control so all you can do is is find new things find new ways try out new stuff and and just keep being innovative because i i also realize right now that i did the same thing for way for for way too long of a time to 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 still be growing that much you have to like constantly reinvent yourself just to stay relevant i feel like and i feel like just doing what you did and just building the personal brand it has a lot of value too because like Uh um it's not just based on the youtube search or the youtube videos like people are gonna like remember you like that's why i think like when it comes to posting beats the competition's obviously a lot higher and it's probably a lot harder but mm. um well on youtube anyways but like yeah when it comes to like pe- like the person to person connection thing is not gonna die out you know what i mean yeah so like you're always gonna have that option to just post videos and yeah it's gonna be fucking impossible <laughs> but like if you start to get any kind of traction you gotta like cherish it and you know what i mean mm. and think about it and whatever yeah man because like i had i think up until last year i had like i know i had 300k plus subscribers on on my main channel and i had like i don't know uh 3k instagram followers or something like that you know like yeah 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 weren't following me and as soon as i started my second channel like right now i'm at 13.5k or something like that and we're gaining like i don't know 2k a month right now which is very very good like compared to how I used to uh, used to grow on IG so that's that's what I'm what I'm noticing as well it's better to build that personal connection to really have people fuck with you and not necessarily with with the beats because that's very um like I uh, can't find the word like people forget about you very fast 
very quickly. Irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. No. Like. Uh, yeah. Don't. I don't know. Like. Like. It's like. Like the attention for those kind of people is very fluctuating. Like, they skip it very fu- very quickly i don't know doesn't matter you understand what i'm trying yeah, to say yeah because it's only like <laughs> i know what you're trying to say yeah because like it's just like a beat you know what i mean so it's either the people yeah. viewing it is the people viewing the 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 beat are either rappers trying to buy beats um mm-hmm. youtubers or whatever else other media places that need background music or producers that are looking up to you trying to do the same thing or i don't know like i just listen to beats sometimes it's fun to just listen to other people's beats but like mm-hmm yeah there's no it's almost like treated like an amazon search type of thing where it's like if you're not in the related results or in Mm -hmm. the top searches it doesn't even doesn't really matter um yeah so it's good to have like more more than just being on the shelf you know what i mean like yeah i don't know exactly and and that's why i'm also like i'm going to france very soon like next week to work with people um going to the Netherlands tomorrow to work with a producer that's actually working on the Smoke Prep album which is crazy like if I if I like I'm not saying anything will happen but there's a very very small chance that one of those beats we make together ends up on the Smoke Prep album and that would be just that would be sick because Mm -hmm. You, that you've got some extra leverage and and it's all about building leverage and and building for sure relationships and I might also um go to the u.s next year uh and i'll definitely will definitely have to meet up if i go for sure because like um i'm going with some uh with some belgian rap belgian rappers who rap in english actually uh, they go to the u.s sometimes because they've got some very good connections there so yeah it's always good to meet different people and and, and work with different people to just yeah to just get inspired even more and to just get your name out there it's very important yeah it's those little tiny like um like it's those little tiny meetings with people and like altercations with people and and just like being collaborations i should say with people Mm -hmm. that just really um it seems like nothing's really happening (laughs) you know what i mean like if you don't like in the past like i wasn't making videos so you go to the studio or you go do this video or whatever you're doing those those little tiny events that you go and do stuff like it doesn't seem like anything's happening but eventually like those either build networks or you're learning from it and then eventually it just i don't know it just turns into a network or just like a learning experience and it helps you in the future even though it seems i'm just such like a numbers not like a numbers guy but just like all right like what are we doing this for you know what i mean like what is what are we going to get out of this i'm constantly analyzing everything i do to try Uh, to be the most productive i can and Uh um i don't know like yeah i just trust trust what i what i feel like often you'll you you'll get this opportunity and you'll be like okay let's do it or "Mm, no don't do it and i often just try to trust but i say yes to most opportunities like it's only sometimes that I'm like, okay, no, this doesn't seem like something for me. But just try it. Like, it, for example, I worked with this rapper, and and he had to had to perform at a very big festival here in Belgium, and he just asked like, yo, you want to pull up? So I did, and backstage we met all kinds of rappers. Like we even met Takashi and stuff backstage, really? and we we just built so much connections by just being there, by just people seeing your face. Yeah, uh, that like. 
I could have said no. I I could have been like, oh no, I want to make beats today. I don't know. But I just went there and and you get so much out of that single day or by doing these kind of things that it's like, yeah, it's it's very valuable. Yeah, I, I feel like I've become building a lot. real life connections is very yeah. important as well. Yeah, I feel like I've been been a lot more open to that now because I'm mm-hmm. not just like on the scramble to figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my life. <laughs> and um, even though I do less of that now, honestly, but um, I'm more open to it and I'm not like panicking if I'm in a situation like that. Just because, yeah. like, I don't know. And I can vlog it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the problem for me is, like, I'd, I'd like to... It, it would be fun to uh, vlog some of these some of these opportunities, but, like, as soon as you bring a camera into some of these situations, like, some people are, like, they're, they're not very happy that you, you that you bring a camera into that situation or yeah or like especially here in Belgium when the main language isn't English like people start to act all weird or can't express themselves very well and 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 like the the, the tiny like if you make tiny jokes or tiny sarcastic things or something like that like you can't always people can't always do it when it's not their main language like you know yeah the, the conversations of, often get very artificial you know so it's hard for me to to do that but <laughs> if i were you do it man like try and do it as much as possible i think there's a very big audience for that and a very big audience of producers that are like like oh i've got this idea but i don't want to get it out there <laughs> i'll talk to you after the show <laughs> yeah 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 Oh, I just yeah. had a very good idea. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking, would you ever see yourself just like, say you were in a position where, um, you were where you want to be? I don't know if that's like, in France or in Belgium or or in LA or whatever, um, where you were just like starting to get a lot of placements or starting to whatever whatever your dream place and opportunity is would you ever want to be in a position where you had someone just like kind of with you all day just like being your videographer and kind of like around you do you think you would want that yeah definitely yeah like even now like uh when you're backstage and for example you're talking to certain artists that you know uh, are kind of bigger than you and they might feel like you're kind of reaching, you know? Yeah. Um, if there's someone there that just follows you and take takes pictures now and then, you can just quickly go like, yo, bro, let's take a picture. And That's so and true. It, uh, like, it matters, all that stuff. So you have to make everything go as fluently as possible. So if you have someone with you that does all that, you don't have to worry about it yourself. You can just focus on what you need to do and don't be like oh still need to get this still need to get that done still need to get that done so and and you can just cont- continuously like i don't know if you if you know gary v yeah yeah of course yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah exactly what he does like he 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 just he just is he just does and the content gets created for him while he's also co-creating the content at the same time um that's something that like like it's very 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 good for you as a brand yeah. as a person i would love to just have someone with me just being able to create content and i would still vlog and stuff but um i don't know i would love to just have that that's one of my goals for the future it's just yeah getting my own place and having just like my guy that's just with me and just super high quality like content Mm -hmm. and videos and 
but at the same time like fun and just like just like something that if you were watching you'd be like damn i want to fucking be in that crew or i want to do that i would love yeah. to like just like, you have to you have to build your team man it's very important like yeah, right now i've i don't know if you've already got some people working for you but for example i've got a a me. guy <laughs> also, yeah because sometimes like up until two months ago i i used to do everything by myself like emails uh talking to companies for like uh sponsored videos all that stuff uh editing all that stuff but right now i've got this guy that is really really good at all this stuff and uh he does my emails and he does like the the like of course i also have to answer to certain emails but like he does like most of my talking with companies and all that stuff which is very good because you can just focus on on the creative part you know like i i used to get this kind of stressed out feeling if i w woke up in the morning and like oh damn i need to get all these emails done and it just kind of distracted me from the creative process so it's very important like do what works for you but like it's important at a certain point in time to just give out certain things because like i've been i've been like thinking about like uh, i should get someone to edit these videos for me on my second channel but at the other hand i'm like like mm, nobody could edit these videos as i would <laughs> want them to be like yeah. you understand me if you create yeah. videos yourself you're like ah, i can't just give that out but at the same time someone editing these videos for me would give me so much more time to to like I could post I could post twice a day even like if I had someone editing the videos for me I, I wouldn't post twice a day but yeah. I could so yeah <laughs> it's funny like people working for you can really can really help you out but you have to know what you're doing and you have to know the person that is doing it is he like doing it just as a job or does he really want or he or she really want to see you uh, grow uh, that's very important yeah i agree um all right we have a minute 30 left before this runs out oh no <laughs> <laughs> so without you kind of already answered my last couple questions that i usually ask at the end so mm. why don't you just plug all your stuff for someone who may not know you or may not follow you and okay whatever. um uh it's chucky beats or chucky beats or everyone you however you want to call me uh, Chucky Beats on YouTube, Chucky Beats 2 on YouTube as well for my tutorials. Chucky Beats with a Z on Instagram because someone else stole my name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it, man. Also, oh, maybe you can check out my Spotify playlist, Chucky Beats with a dollar sign at the end. It's a very cool playlist in which I listen, uh, which I put all the tracks I listen to. And shout out to you, man. It's very nice of you that you're doing this. Thanks for having me. Let's get it. This is a good one. Hope you guys yeah, liked man. it. Thanks for coming through, bro. Appreciate it. So that's it i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you guys enjoy this podcast another really good one i really like this one um shout out to chucky for coming through um i hope you got something out of it your escapism whatever <laughs> whatever i'm working on continuing to get phenomenal guests on this i'm going to continue so many people message me saying how much they love the podcast and they keep doing it because it helps them out a lot um so that's what i'm gonna do i really like doing these podcasts um i wish i could do more of them I think eventually I'll be able to knock more of them out like as I get more used to it and as it as the podcast continues to grow more people are going to want to come on the podcast so we'll be able to get more and more guests um, but as for now I'm just putting them out once a week I'm trying to put them out every Wednesday so um, 
yeah that's my goal right now but yeah it's it's really easy to do it's just it's just uh there's other things that you have to listen to them and i don't know actually doing the podcast is really fun and easy but setting it up the internet like it's over the internet but anyways um yeah i'm what i'm trying to say is i'm gonna keep doing this and continue to grow it i love doing it and um yeah thank you guys so much for those who are listening this far the end if you're listening this far make sure you screenshot make sure you screenshot the podcast tag me on instagram i'll dm you and say what's up and talk to you for a second because the people listening this far are my og kyle beats crew hopefully but with that being said i will be putting out another one of these next week make sure you go check the youtube i'm posting videos pretty much every other day and i'm trying to make them as i'm trying to make each one better better than the last so uh, i'm out here making beats i'm out here working and uh thanks for coming through until the next one see you hear from you whatever (laughs) see you later peace This is crazy.